When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Yeah. Producer man. Don McLean is not here. Brother Rob filling in. Hello. And we, hi Rob, we got some music news. Kick it. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay, before we get to the list of ten bands that are supposedly worst than worst worse than Nickelback, please hold on. That can't be a list of ten. There's ten, and I'm really mad about almost half of them. Oh no! Okay, I can't wait to get to that. First, congratulations to Ed Sheeran and his wife Cherry Seaborn. They're expecting their first child. How did this news hit you, Donna? I know it's a mixed Um, bag for you. No, I was very excited. Very excited. They've been uh, they've been locked down at his home in England, uh, so that allowed them to keep the pregnancy a secret. Mm. Uh, She's in the final stage of her pregnancy. She's due later on this summer. Oh wow! So that's exciting. Is he a little ginger baby? Can you see Ed as a dad? Yes. Yes, of course. Boy, he'll be able to do some pretty, pretty rocking bedtime songs. You got it. That's pretty great. Like these kids, so, these kids of musicians don't know how good they have it. When they get sung a lullaby, they don't know that they're getting a private concert. Exactly. Aw. So here's the deal. Um, these two are high school sweethearts. Isn't mm. that the best? Like I am you, one of those, but yeah. You, well, you're, are you high school or college? High school, 10th grade, girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. That is adorable. I, know, I love right. it. So we'll keep you posted on that baby Congrats. news. Um, totes, right? I know, right? I know. Okay, so now um, this. Brobible.com, <laughs> your people. Hey, wait, no, come on. Put together this terrible list of bands <laughs> that are worse than Nickelback. I have got a feeling that there might be some country bands represented on this, which is what you're taking umbrage at. You are actually incorrect. Really? Wow. So you're, you're probably going to disagree with some of them, too. Have you already looked at this list? Nope, haven't looked at it. Flying okay. blind. Number one on the list, Imagine Dragons. Now, I've oh. heard a lot of people say that Imagine Dragons are today's Nickelback. Rude. 
Thunder. <gasps> feel the thunder. It's just like, it just feels. I never like them. I know. It can feel a little bit like it lacks. Like, it just feels like commercial rock, which is kind of what Nickelback was. All right. I'm, I'm not happy about that. Number two on the list is Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry. Who now? Oh, you know Buck Cherry. Do I know Buck Cherry? I think you know Buck Cherry. I don't know if I know Buck Cherry. You do. You just they're just not that not Buck on Cherry. your radar. Uh an American rock band formed in Anaheim in ninety five. Huh. What do they have any famous songs that we would know? Um Uh whoa, crazy B word. Right now? Uh under hmm. the skin? Getting under the skin? You'd probably know some of these. Okay. I'm just going to agree with the list for that. These are are bands that are worse than Nickelback from Broda. Correct. Okay. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Number three on the list, Hoobastank. Oh, (laughs) Hoobastank. What was their song? I don't know. Oh, come on. Coming up next. On deck, we got Maroon 5, Train, 5 for Fighting, and Hoobastank. Don't go away. (laughs) You know, it was a very funny and... Overlooked joke when Zach Galifianakis first hosted uh, Saturday Night Live, he was very funny and just had a just a really really great monologue. I believe he went to the piano at one point and then he said, uh, "Stick around, Hoobastank is here." And they had long since been a thing, <laughs> and they were not the musical act that night. That's a great oh, that's, joke. Oh my god, that's funny you say that great because joke. when I worked with my old friend Marley McMillan. Um, there's a Hoobastank um, poster that's framed in the hallway over by KS95. And we were walking to lunch, and I'm like, hey, coming up next, Hoobastank. And she lost it, and she's like, why did you say that? I go, because there's a poster right there. Yeah. And it just made me think, what an interesting thing for a band. This was their their song called The Reason. This is a great song. Donna, well, listen, you could probably say the same about Nickelback kind of sing along to some of their stuff. Oh, I like Nickelback. It's very 90s, you know? It's just, this is the kind of music that was being made at that time. I know. Thank you, Rob. Okay, I'm really mad about this next one on the list. Oh, jeez. I love this band. Five for Fighting. Oh, bummer. They did the, uh... Hundred years. I'm twenty-two for a moment. Fun. I know that played during a slideshow at my uh, wedding. Slideshows were the thing back when I, I got married. Oh, my God, and then that, that song, song does not seem that old. That song was playing as they were showing like the slideshow of me growing up, and then pictures. Oh gosh, I can't even hear it now because then I think of these slideshows, which just and- make. Well, no, it was me growing up as a kid. With my family, and then like I'm about oh. to fly the coop. Oh Lord! I mean, I why can't, are these kids I, gonna move away? I just think that this is a cruel trajectory. I mean, why are they putting this on the list? This is a great. This is a song. good song. This is a good song. I can't. Oh man! No, I can't listen to it. I can't. And right, then it's just the passage another. of time. Donna, there's a melancholy. Is there not? I know. That's the kind of stuff I like. The Hoopstank song sucked pretty hard, but that one was good. Okay. I'm really upset about this one, too. This is another one of my... This is the theme. She's upset. Number five on the list of bands worse than Nickelback, according to BroBible.com, Train. Oh, yeah, for sure. How dare you? 
No, Drops yeah. of Jupiter? No. Oh, my God. That's no. about his mom, seeing his mom in a dream who just passed away, and it's just beautiful. Well, the, the meaning can be beautiful, but just do you like this? No, I was never in I on train. I love Pat. Is it Pat Monahan? I love his voice. Oh, It boy. is so good. You are a the, terrible person. You are like I mean, late 90s, early 2000s rock. Well, what do you like? Not this. Are you Not Hoobastank. No, I'm not. I was out on train. Listen to this. I've heard it a gazillion times. Talking about his mother. You can separate the lyrical meaning from do I enjoy the song, the voice, the melody. Wow. Tough crowd, man. <laughs> Listen, you you're, you're so far you're defending Hoobastank, train. It's not, you know... It's the stuff I like. All right, Papa Roach comes in at number six. Not familiar oh, at Papa. all. Oh, you don't know them? Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Bum, bum. Oh, it was so hard. Oh, gosh. Papa Roach. Oh, my God. TRL is what that reminds me of. Total Request Live with Carson Daly. Oh, my gosh. Not familiar. Oh, okay. man. All right. You're going you're gonna to be mad about the next one. No. They put Maroon 5 on this list. Hey, How now. dare you? Dear up. That's <laughs> jacked up, man. Here's to so the good. one that we got, dear up. Dear. That's a bummer. I like a lot of Maroon 5. That is a good band. That and it's is. dance. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, here's another song that made me cry. Oh, on my way home from a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Just this happened to be song. on the radio. It's a good song. There's a time all right, oh, uh, number eight on the list is Stained. Oh, That's yeah. fine. I'm okay I was, with I was that. a background actor in a Stained music video once. Oh, whatever, name that. drop. Whatever. Wait, 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 sorry, wait, here it is. Wait, what? Oh. Sorry, guys. I was essentially a member of Stained. Uh, who rounded out the list at nine and ten? Uh, number nine is U2, with the exception of Sunday Bloody Sunday. That's rude. And number 10 is Smash Mouth. Oh, yeah. They should have been number one on the list. Right? Hey, now. Oh, you're yeah. a rock star. <laughs> Let's take a break, shall we? All right. I'll do it. Oh, by the way, before we go, though, let me just tell you this. If you want to take a look at the three-point-something million-dollar condo that Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman bought in New York City that has a hydraulic lift to bring your car to the parking lot so you can miss, you know, like avoid paparazzi. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? You pull your car onto this thing. It lifts you up, brings you to your parking space. Um, It's only 1,600 square feet, but you could check out that in their farmhouse. I linked it up at mytalk1071.com. Go! When we return, if you were a fan of Blockbuster, you have to uh, hear what they are doing with their final location. The last one, it's in Oregon. They've got cool plans for what it's going to become. When we return, I'm Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Hey, I was, um, I don't remember where I was yesterday, but Uh I was. Hang on, hang on. Got to document this for the doctors. Uh huh, you're hilarious. And I saw a, a place that said home video, but I don't know if it means put your transfer your things onto 
video. Why would they call it home video? There's no video anymore. And I just saw this brick and mortar store type thing. Did it appear to be inhabited? Yes. And I just drove by and I was like, huh, that's kind of interesting. Peculiar. You have to go inside next time. Stop and go in and say, I'm just snooping around here. What's going on? Yeah. I'll I'll be like, do you have Napoleon Dynamite? Nice, Donna. (laughs) Thank you. For fans of Blockbuster, you you might know, Blockbuster's been kind of bizarre the past few years because they have a Twitter account, which is funny. That's uh, cool. And there, I think at one point there were two. I think there was one in Alaska, one in Bend, Oregon. I think the Alaska one closed a year or so ago. The Blockbuster location in Bend, Oregon, the final one standing. And I think this is really fun. Coming this September... You can rent out the last Blockbuster through Airbnb. I love this idea. I think it's so smart. So it's, smart. Have you seen pictures inside? Not yet. Oh, my gosh. They really they really make it look cool. It's just like got a, it's got a 90s vibe to it. It just feels throwback. You get run of the, run of the joint, too. If you find, oh they say, if you find nerds, eat the nerds. Raisinets, eat the raisinets. They set up an old school couch to just like it. Just feels oh, throwback, it's cozy. And Donna, really look at that TV. Idea. I believe it's a rear projection, like an old school big screen TV, which might make See, you now, feel at home. It's funny you say that because I looked at it and went, "Oh, they have a real mod TV." <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't look like a rear. That's what the room's going to look like. What more fun way to do that than to come in and experience a night in Blockbuster, have a sleepover, have the old big console television, have the VCR, have the popcorn, have the whole experience, kind of like we did in the 90s. It's it's just such a cute idea. So how much for you to rent it for a night? Four dollars. Four bucks. Wait, hold on. I want to hear this lady. We just heard the lady. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just hearing it now. It's oh. just coming through my headphones right now. Oh, We're, that's bizarre. Donna's broadcasting uh, from a military base in Afghanistan <laughs> today. So She's um, still she's talking still... right this second. There's no. still a woman talking. Really? Three nights in September, blah, blah, blah. Three nights in September, yes, which is what's going to be really tricky about it, that you only have a few nights um, to actually make good on it. So I don't know. You can try to get one of these coveted slots for $4 a night to rent out Blockbuster, spend an overnight there, August 17th at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, which would be 3 p.m. for us, is when these slots will go up for grabs. I don't know how they're going to determine because they will be overrun with people who want to do this. Four bucks. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. No, it's super cute. I really, really like it. I think it's a great it's a really idea. Cute idea. And did I you, love it. I would do it. Do you have fond memories of the video store? Yes, very oh, much gosh. so. Wasn't it I mean, so it was exciting? Fun. Yes, because you go and you're like, oh, and you'd split the aisles with whoever you were with. And it's like, yes. what about this? Have you seen this yet? Um, you know, I'm still not going to get rid of my VHS players. I just feel like there's going to be this this wave of nostalgia that comes yes. back where parents want their kids. And then guess what? want to sell it on eBay yeah. and make bank. This is how she retires at the end of this. She sells a really old big screen TV and a VCR, and yep, it's like laugh Donna's. All you want now. Donna's in Cabo, loving it. it. But there was something so magical about the uh, going to the video store too. We now Blockbuster, a big chain. We had a we had a Hollywood Video that moved into the neighborhood when I was like a teenager. But when I was a kid, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, we my, my brothers and I would go up to Main Street in Springdale, Pennsylvania, where we were uh, raised, and. There was B and D. B and D sold videos. They had videos on the first floor, and then they had records and tapes up on the second floor. So second floor was for music. First floor uh, was all videos. And then you would get a video, and you would hope that they had the video. Like I, as I remember it, you didn't always know if the video number that you came up with. So if you're like uh, two four six eight, which you knew was E T. They would have to look to see if they had it, and they usually had two copies of everything. But two copies—you, you were—you didn't know if anything that you brought to them. They would have in stock. Right? Oh, that's how so you exciting. did it. So you did like pull a number. Yeah, yeah. Each uh, each we VHS bring... box had the number with like masking tape on it. Okay, and we would bring the box, the empty box. They would take the empty box and then put the video in it and hand it to you. Wonder if that's how it happened, Donna. Listen, you know what I said ever since <laughs> that because that makes more sense. I was a young child. If Brian Williams could do it, I could do it. I I don't trust my memory at all, which is why every story I tell, I now just say as best as I remember it. I don't know. Okay, do, remember the free Brian fair. Williams podcast? None of us are telling it's... the truth. Well, we all think like I could say something right now and say um, Tony McGuire, and you'll be like, "Don't you mean T- Toby McGuire?" And I'll go, "That's what I said." I know we're so because I have convinced, yeah. Until you play it back, and you're like, "Oh, sorry, I guess I am a big old dummy." Hey, yeah. Donna. What, Steve? Stop no. it! Stop that right now! Hey, a uh, big fan of uh, Fresh Prince. That gritty reboot that was pitched by a fan. Just a video put out by a fan a year ago. Will Smith is teaming up with that fan. Yes, and we'll, getting uh, behind the gritty reboot. Let's uh, let's visit that on the way. Oh, okay. And by the way, speaking of like just people from the internet, wait until we tell you who guest hosted Jimmy Kimmel Live last night. It's Ooh. a weird world we're living in. We'll tell you when we return on Don and Steve. All right, welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve. So we were talking about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air getting a gritty reboot, as in it's not going to be a comedy. This is sort of interesting. That's how it feels, right? Yeah, it's not. And this is why this is uh, like, look, we hear about reboots all the time, right? But what's peculiar about this one 
is that it's from a fan who had made uh do you remember a, a video coming out i think it was around a year ago and yes. it was this like dramatic retelling reimagining of the fresh prince and this fan put it out there and then a lot of people were like oh that's interesting that's cool and then right this guy, so the guy's name is morgan cooper morgan cooper his video goes viral and then fast forward to last night and news comes out that this guy morgan cooper who just so you know when i say this guy like i think he has like eight thousand followers on twitter okay so just morgan wow. cooper teaming up now with will smith to bring back a reboot it's in the works uh and it will have that dramatic feel it won't be just the typical sitcom that it was back in the 90s because remember when you were talking about that scene from oh didn't he get into a big fight with his uncle and i remember the scene it was super dark it i think was, that's included it was that his um his father had come back will smith's father in the yes. show had come back and then his uncle phil was just a little bit worried because he had seen his father walk out on him a couple of times before and then there's right. a scene where he's getting ready to do a road trip and then his dad didn't uh stick around and uncle phil saw it happen and it is i still remember seeing it live to this day wow Will smith starts crying it is such a suddenly emotional scene in the midst of just a really funny show it's great yeah i love that they used to do that like on all in the family they did it on oh the show that was rebooted one day at a time they did it on um oh god uh good times um every now and then it's kind of cool but here is uh the trailer is about a minute and 20 seconds but we'll listen to a little bit look at you the only reason why you're not in jail is because Uncle Phil called in a favor. You thought this? You're stupid. You are carrying a gun on the streets to protect yourself? I've done my best, Will. But it's time for a change. You're going to Bel Air to live with your uncle and your auntie. Will? I will not bail you out again. In this house, I'm not Uncle Phil. I'm the law. Have I made myself absolutely clear? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, Will, what brings you to Bel Air? I uh, caught with a gun. How are we related again? Shut up, Carlton. He's from the streets of Philadelphia. Will needs discipline. Just a little time. Just a little time and a little love. We are what he needs. Why don't you go back to Philly? Born and raised, right? You think I would ever want to be in this life? You're not welcome, Will. This is fake. Wherever you're from, this is fake. You like didn't do anything to earn this. I never had nothing. My life ain't a sitcom, I Biff. I don't even feel like I belong here. Just give it some time. Everything happens for a reason. What do you think? Uh, well, I think it's cool. I think it's cool because... As much as I would love to see some sort of a Fresh Prince reboot with Will Smith in it, like I, I just love that show so much. I thought it was so great. The nostalgia in me would be down for something like that. I'm a fan of reboots, though. I should tell you, I don't, I don't view them with much of a critical eye. I'm just like, I want the nostalgia. But the fact that they are rethinking it is, it's cool. That's a, that's a different kind of an approach, and it, I, I think it'll be great. And the fact that Will Smith brings this guy in. That guy will, uh, um, did we say Morgan Cooper? He yep. is going to uh, co-write it. He's going to be a co-executive producer on it as well. Just, I love stories, Donna, when the internet 
just proves to be a platform for interesting creativity and springboards you yeah, into something yeah. else. There's a lot great. of people out there who are really talented. So uh, you said that Morgan has been helping uh, Will Smith develop the show for about a year. So now there's interest from a bunch of streaming services, HBO Max, Peacock, and Netflix. So that's kind of cool. I would check that out for sure. Well, and again, you get, look, you have Will Smith. So you are, this is already going to be an easy sell. It's a known franchise. It has it has scored well online, right, in terms of the response and people being interested and it trending on Twitter. Those are all free focus groups for these streamers. I'll be yep. curious where he lands up. My guess is Peacock. It was originally on yeah. NBC. It's a part of yep. NBC Universal, and my guess would be that they would like to nab something big and original. Yep, yep. I think that's cool. Did you now see tell who, us about Jimmy Kimmel. Who guest co-hosted Jimmy Kimmel last night. TikTok. I did not. In the news again. China. So there is a, uh, a a woman on TikTok who does lip syncs of President Trump. Now, presidential. There, there are Barack Obama Im, Im, uh, impressionists on TikTok. There are Donald Trump impressionists, etc. So that's not necessarily new, but hers is different because she just plays real audio from the president and then lip syncs to it, and uh, it has got gotten her so much attention. Now it's not like. Cr- crazy crazy she's got over five hundred thousand followers on tiktok which is a big number to be sure but it's not like millions so i was a little bit surprised but very happy for her to see that she was picked to guest co-host jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel's on hiatus he's taking like the rest of the summer off and then suddenly this tiktok star who said hey i need to thank my nephews had they not told me about tiktok i would have never gone on it and she said at the beginning oh. of this year in january of this year she was doing just like an open mic gig at a p- local pizza place. I think she said maybe in Jersey or something like that. And then fast forward eight months, she is guest hosting Jimmy Kimmel Live. Like the the, wow. the 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 sudden stardom of that story, I just think is so cool because of the platform that these different social media um, outlets have provided to creative people. So that she was there. Awesome. She had Ben Stiller, I think, was a guest last night. I watched a little bit of her monologue, and she's great. She's likable, and it's a tough place to do a monologue because it's it's just alone in what they have looked like Jimmy Kimmel's um, house. And I don't think it's actually it. his house, but I but you're just alone, so you don't get any audience feedback. You don't get any applause when you come out or anything like that. But so Sarah Cooper is her name. Sarah Cooper, and you know her as the uh, as the President Trump lip syncer and i just found out about her a couple weeks ago so it feels all the more sudden to me but good for her and good for yeah. good for the network saying ah we'll take a shot again donna free what? free focus groups remember back in the day when there had to be focus groups they would pull a group into a room i remember being at the mall there would be someone with a clipboard, and they would come over to you. Hey, do you want to uh, check out a, like a couple of movie clips and answer some questions? And I was like, yes, this is so incredible. Oh, my God. That's... I'm always like, I'm in a rush. Sorry. Get away oh, from me. It was when I was like a teenager. <laughs> I was dying for it. Like, yes, can we please do this? It would be great. That's how you used to have to get opinions. And now, again, these executives can just go, and you know that if on TikTok she's very popular, you can absolutely gamble one night, bring her on. She'll bring over some percentage of her followers from TikTok who otherwise would never watch Jimmy Kimmel live. It's it's like 
easy, easy picking right now for network okay. executives, yeah. for record executives. Well, and Ellen is very um, known for doing something yes. similar, just including them as guests on her show. Yeah. I um, By the way, Jimmy Kimmel had Dua Lipa hosting this week, and I... I I didn't think it was very good, her monologue. Of course it's not, because that's not what she does for a living. She's extremely talented. But I was like, really? Are you just randomly picking celebrities? I, I like the idea of the TikTok person. It's tough sledding, too, for, for anybody. It's for you to get a call like, hey, you get to guest co-host Jimmy Kimmel Live. And then to know, oh, you're likely going to deliver your first monologue ever, and you have no audience. That's... That's, that's tough. That's tough. That's it, tough. You're it right. would be like You're when right. we did comedy for Project Down and Dirty a couple years ago. If they said, great, yeah. practice all this stuff, and then we're going to give you an empty Mystic Lake. Right. Good right, luck. Right, right, right. I get it. Good luck. Did you see this uh, story about Howie Mandel? No. It just makes me feel so bad. I, ha- I have a friend who um, I no longer talk to, but that's neither here nor there, oh, who had OCD. Um Obsessive compulsive disorder. So we all know that Howie Mandel is a germaphobe, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which also has to be really difficult, especially during a pandemic. But he's got OCD that goes beyond being scared to shake hands. He did this interview with um, Esquire magazine. And he basically said, um, he describes it like this. He gives an example. He says, you might leave your house and you might have thought, hey, I didn't lock my door. And then you get out of your car and you shake the lock to make sure. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, yep, I locked it. Then you go back to the car and you say, maybe I didn't shake it enough. So I go back and I do it again. Mm -hmm. And then I don't think I pushed it really hard and I do it again. Mm -hmm. And I've been locked into that ritual of keep going back and checking for over an hour and my life stops mm-hmm. and I miss a meeting. Mm-hmm. And he said it was so bad that he almost broke his knuckles because the 30th time he went back, um, he took his fist and smashed it into the doorknob and he's, mm-hmm. you know, had so much pain in his knuckles and he would go, listen, Howie, this pain should be the message that you've already overchecked it. But yeah. I would go, maybe I loosened it when I punched it. Do you get mm-hmm. it? Like, it's yep. just, it oh. never ends. This was me as a kid. I, I had to go to back to light switches, hold them down for four seconds, and with, with mm-hmm. my left index finger, fingernail on the top left part of the light switch, go yeah. one, two, three, four. And, it, and then I would go back to my bed and be like, up. Oh, the last one didn't go off my fingernail the right way, and I'd have to start it all over. I'd have to hold plug sockets in or plugs into sockets for yeah. four seconds. I, I know exactly what he's talking about, and it is really cumbersome because it interrupts your life and your ability to just like live freely. So how do you how do you manage it and how do you and or how do you get over it? I think that there's therapy that can help folks with uh, with OCD. I have been able to move out of my obsessive compulsive um, things like that, like tendencies to hold. I used to have to do the lock thing. It the whole. It was just a whole bugger. And then mine like morphed into uh, obsess. It's called pure obsession, where then you have just thoughts, all sorts of thoughts that come into your head, and then you're trying to. Most people are like, "Oh, weird thought," and it passes. And then mine stay there, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, what is this saying about me? Would I yep, do that?" Yep. And it's like a whole different sort of mental prison. And I uh, went and saw a counselor.
for that to uh, to just start sort of start talking through that and then it disarms it but you have to talk about it you have to share about it and then it disarms all of these things yeah yeah because then you take the the power back yeah yeah for sure yeah i had a little bit of that not to the extreme that you well i did but it was more like talking to myself in my head Mm -hmm. and i couldn't stop what i was saying in my head and i would try to explain it to my parents but at the time there was no such thing yeah as right. I mean, there was obviously, but it wasn't given a name. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel so bad, and I really hope he has gotten over it, and he's just talking in past tense and right. not yeah, what he so deals too. with today. So anyway, um, thank you for sharing that. Yes, I really appreciate it. Um, let's get tipsy when we come back. Um, speaking of TikTok, there is this hack that I think you and I both watched on TikTok, and And it it has to do with a common household problem. Mm -hmm. Yes, and how to overcome this household problem. We're going to help you out with that when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Thanks for listening to My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. Thanks for having us, Donna. Hey, hey, thank you, Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? You don't like broadcasting from home. You're an office lady. I don't, um, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Mm. I, I I like having all all the comforts of the office, for sure. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. You're so relatable, Don. Of course, I know what you mean. I mean, it's nice to like not have any makeup on, have my hair up in a ponytail, mm. um, to be able to just be in my own bathroom, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, to be able sure. to go upstairs, uh, you know, tap the dog on the head and then come back. But other than that, the comforts of the technology that I'm familiar with are very different. And that stresses me out. Is your dog not near you? You need your dog near you. He's like a therapy dog for you. He is on the other side of the a partition that I have set up. Oh, poor buddy. Just and let right him around in your a, Buddy, get back. Well, I mean, it's wide open. I mean, he, he can go wherever he wants. Is I he just sleeping? Have, he is. He's on the How often bed. does your dog sleep? Uh, he sleeps like a cat most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of nice, just like a loafy dog. Yeah, he's loafy because he's old. You know, he's nine yeah. years old. I like the uh, I like the dogs of a certain age, if you will. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's get tipsy. Let's get tipsy. Time yeah, for tipsy. a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show. Okay, I have to say I am a little apprehensive about this because I can't believe that it works this well. The video, though, Donna. I know, but can we trust this woman? What do we know about her? (laughs) I think we can. This is she has a hack for a problem that almost everyone has had at some point. Yeah, so if you have a Tupperware, uh, Tupperware bowl or, you know, just a plastic container that has been stained, maybe you put uh, spaghetti sauce in it, maybe mm-hmm. you put soup in it. Now, I thought I already had a hack for this. This is very different. Like, yeah. what I would do is I would spray a little um, cooking spray okay. on, into the bowl before putting anything that might stain into the bowl, right? Oh, Okay, so yours but, is a preventive. This is your. This is that's proactive. This is reactive. Correct. So what she does is she takes the the bowl. Okay, mm-hmm. that's stained. She puts uh, some warm water, 
a little dish wash, you know, dish detergent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then she takes some ripped up pieces of a paper towel. And like, not too small. When I first read that, I was yeah, like, like, like little snowflakes. And it's just like, imagine you're just sort of haphazardly tearing a paper shower, in towel a into. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So then she puts all the, thir- the thirds in there. She puts the lid on. She shakes it. She takes the lid off. She shakes it pretty vigor- vigorously. Let's just yeah. say for like 30 seconds, 40 seconds. She takes the lid off, rinses it, and it's completely clear, clean again. I mean, so you're you're curious. You're you're a little skeptical. Was there a what a about video the paper towels? Is making that work? What about that? I don't know. It's That's not like it's bleach. Like the, I feel like I'm being duped. I think it's real. And she even says in the video, "Try it and post." You know, at mention me. Uh, when you do, I want to see uh, how it works for all of you guys. So she puts herself out there. It's got 520,000 likes wow. on TikTok. So a lot of people are liking it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to try cool. it. I have to find a stained, you know, thingy thingy. Although that's interesting that you do yours with cooking spray just to keep it from staining in the first place. But like, yeah, I'm thinking lasagna, any kind of pasta. It feels like it's a one soup. time you put pasta in and you're done. Yeah. So what I would do is I would spray it, but then I would take a pet paper towel and just kind of go over it. So it's not just this wet stuff at the bottom. I would just kind of like you would when you're making cookies and you grease a pan yes. right? or you grease a cookie sheet. So yeah. that's that's what I would do. Um, but you guys, I, I link this up on the Donna and Steve show page at mytalk1071.com. You can watch it and try it for yourself. Uh, before I get to a couple of hacks that I have, I just have to say this. I should have said this in If You See Something, Say Something. Last night I made burgers in a cast iron skillet. Uh-huh. Now, I love the idea of cast iron, and I get yeah. it that it helps flavor and all that. But it will turn, just a burger will turn your stove area into just a greasy mess. Yep. It's like the Bellagio, and it's just like grease flying everywhere. And then at the end, you look and you're like, okay, yeah, the burger tastes good, but there's grease everywhere. Is there a solution for that? Is there some sort of a mesh covering that you can put on cast iron? There is. In fact, I used one yesterday. Um, It's that, is it Teflon? No, not Teflon. That's that's wrong. It's silicone. So I have a silicone cover that has a handle. So just picture a screen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, screen, not, not glass, right? Right. It's a circle. It's silicone and it's got holes in it and it's got a handle that comes out of it. You just hmm. place it on top and it'll hopefully at least not, if not fix the situation, then at least, you know, help the situation. Donna, can I just hey, say Steve, thank you really you? quickly? Okay. Yeah, I, I just used one yesterday because I made turkey burgers. What do you mean? Did I you say you got now. hacked? No, I got oh, a hack. Okay. I got another cleaning okay. hack now in the I world of this. Hack. Uh, this one has to do with dryer sheets, and it's not what you think. Even after a dryer sheet has been used, they can actually do some more uh, things around your house, including they can buff water spots from mirrors, bathroom, kitchen fixtures, shower doors, whatever. Oh, they can really? also remove the ring inside of the toilet. Thank you. Oh, really? That's a great tip. And you can use a dryer sheet to wipe your baseboards clean as well, more than just making your clothes smell good. 
All right. Well, on that note, I think you can also use it on your dog to uh, get, you know, so he's not staticky. <laughs> wow. All right. And Donna. to repel and to repel mosquitoes. You're welcome. When wow. we come back, I'm going to tell you the film that inspired the Raspberry Awards. Coming up next. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.